Welcome, welcome, Jets fans, to episode 12 of the Hippodrome Jets Fan Pod with myself and Alistair. Hello. And this week, we've got our special guest, Dave. How are you doing, Dave? I'm good. Thanks for having me, guys. Good to have you on, buddy. Good to have you on. Good to have you, mate. So, and, and, and for clarification, we've got two Daves in our little Jets group. This is the American Dave. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm the one that brings the positivity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. Positive Dave, who, who uh, in the in the few when we played the Thanksgiving to those uh, probably recall the photos when we played the Dolphins in Thanks Black Friday, which did turn out to be black. Uh, <laughs> Dave did his best to try to reverse psych the whole organisation by wearing Dolphins gear uh, in the Hippodrome. So his name in in the in the phone is now Dave Judas. But yeah. we'll come to that. We'll, we'll come to that. And, and how did, that, how did that work out for us? It, it turned out good, didn't it? <laughs> didn't work out too well, buddy. Didn't work out too well. We had to well, film we, that week. And, uh, wonderful. <laughs> uh, the Black Friday worked out as good as the butt fumble Black Thursday Thanksgiving in 2012. So uh, to, be fair, to be fair, it was better than the second game against Miami this season. You know, at, yeah. least, at least we got some points. In that yeah. first game, so maybe that's the key, mate. Maybe you've got to come wearing the opposition colours, and we'll get <laughs> just to give us some points in the first quarter. Yeah. Well, I mean, it. look, we have a lot to talk about, and I get that, but right there, I'm not convinced that the second game was better for us because although uh, you can argue we got some points or whatever, the first game will have an iconic moment where it was the fail Mary, and that's something that we'll remember. <laughs> we won't remember that second loss. <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. I don't know about that second. I'll tell you why it was crushing for me. We did talk about this last week, so I'm not going to go over and on and on about it. But it was the fact that our season was on the line and and uh, Tyreek Hill was injured. And I was talking to Dean, a buddy of mine, a Dolphins fan, literally yesterday about this. And we're saying that, that what made it disappointing was that Zach Wilson had played, stop press, had played well the week before. And Tyreek Hill got injured. And, so, and we knew our season was on the line in that game. So everything was stacked up for us to actually compete. And we just capitulated so fast in that game. Mm. Why it's hard to take. Mm. That yeah, that was, that, was a, that was a blow. So, so before we go right down that path, <laughs> that wormhole <laughs> of slitting our wrists with, with Dave, um, <laughs> I think before we do the Q&A with Dave, um, I just want to ask the fellow uh, podsters <laughs> what what Christmas stuff they got Jets related. Yeah. So yeah. I got I got a um, uh, my boy got me a Jets um, chain. You know, one of them flashing light chains. I was very happy. Very happy about that. Very happy about that. It's been on my neck uh, throughout the last two days. So yeah, that's that's. that's and I, I got a picture Jets. of that. What's that? You, yeah, I, I sent a picture saw... on the on the on the, um, on the WhatsApp group, didn't I? But you made him wear it. You made you made Jack your son. You made you made him totally. wear it. Totally, yeah. Made, sort yeah. Of a little bit like you're chaining him. He's how old is he? Three. Three. Yeah. And, and you're chaining him to the Jets already. He's in the Jets chain gang. Yeah. He doesn't, so. <laughs> he doesn't get to but make a choice. He's very happy with that that gift, John. He, he did look extremely chuffed about it, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, forget the I toys. He had a few questions. <laughs> he had a few questions. He was looking at me in a certain way. Yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> but Dave, did you get any jet stuff, mate, for Christmas? Uh, I actually got some jet slippers. 
and uh, oh, nice. talks. But I have so much jet gear that I'm, I'm running out of stuff. To, to my friends and family are telling me they're, they're running out of stuff to buy. Uh, plus, now that I'm a converted 49ers fan, uh, they're not sure what to buy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I used to, uh, the question is, are you still a 49ers fan after what happened to him the other day? I am, you know, because at That's the end of the day, we'll be in the playoffs. <laughs> That's why they lost, because Dave started supporting them. Yeah. Yeah. Every time Dave's gone, oh, I'm gonna, be, I'm done with the Jets. I'm gonna be a 49ers fan. This I'm season. actually a Ravens fan. 49ers have then lost. Somebody brought you a 49ers present on Christmas Day, and it leaked to the 49ers organization. <laughs> yeah. Hope you lost. Uh huh. <laughs> All right, great. Cool. Alistair, do you want to do the Q&A then? We'll do the Q&A. I'd just like to quickly say as well on, on Crimbo Presents, I got no Jets gear. I dropped so <laughs> many hints. I, I, I dropped so many hints. I'll tell you what I did do. Um, my, my, my lodger, her brother is a Giants fan. So, uh, and she was, she was getting him a Giants jumper for, um, for Christmas. So I lent her one of my Jets jumpers and wrapped it up so she could pretend that she'd got the team wrong. So he opened a Jets jumper on... Christmas morning, got confused uh, and looked at his sister and was like, "Wait, what's this?" And then she went, "Ha! Surprise! There's a giant jumper." Yeah, that's clever. So, so that so the, the Jets were sort of involved in my Christmas, but not in the way I'd hoped. Mm. Not um, directly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, Dave, mate, um, how long have you been with us? You've been coming with us. Is it this is your third year coming to the Hippodrome? No, much longer than that, Alistair. Uh, no. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I can't really remember the first time that we actually. Uh, got connected and we started watching it together but i'm sure it's uh when when donald was drafted and we thought that we had our, our new quarterback wow uh, and at the time we thought the gm was was um was the guy that was going to take us to uh to the playoffs <laughs> and do well he came from seattle and he he talked the talk he, he walked the right, talk. About is, 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 is that was that, that was um mccagnan oh mccagnan from houston mccagnan was used to wasn't it it was the GM. Well, he wasn't the GM of Seattle. It turned out that he didn't really have any sort of position in Seattle where he had to make any major decisions. Uh, they duped us on that. Uh, thank you, Woody Johnson. But uh, <laughs> we had some guy coming from Seattle. Seattle was the legion, the boom at that point. Uh, we had a lot of cap space. We just drafted Donald. And we were looking like we were going to be ready to start winning. Uh, and yeah. if you're a Jets fan and a Jets follower, you can identify with this. Like, how many rebuilds have we gone through uh, mm. in the past decade? And we're stupid yeah. enough to believe it's going to turn out a different way. And and now I'm actually realizing it's not. So Well, I mean, you, you, you say that. There's probably three, isn't there? There's the Geno Smith one, the Sam Darnold one, the Jack Wilson one. You probably say those are the three kind of, like, pin your hopes on the rookie quarterback and and see where it takes you. But interestingly enough, Mike McCagnan, I don't know if you guys remember this, he was GM of the year after his first year. He was voted the general manager of the year in the NFL. He he, um, he got us like, uh, uh, he got Darrell back and we got um, uh, Cromedy back. And who else? Did he, he, he got a couple of people in the agency um, and, he, and they voted him GM of the year. And then he drafted Darnold. Wow, I did not know. Well, hold yeah. on a second, Alistair. Who, who, who voted him GM of the year? Well, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are we talking Jet fans? Or are we talking? Uh, no, no, like, like the NFL. They give him oh, a award every goodness. year, don't they? Wow. 
And oh, got... I, need to, I need to double check that, guys. Yeah, double check. Crazy. I can remember that happening. I can remember him getting GM of the year, and we were all super positive about him. And then we realized he didn't know what he was doing. And he was that's, like, Yeah, that's that's remarkable. I, I didn't know that. Uh, if that is true, uh, check my sources wow. seriously. I mean, uh, again, a, a long list of you come to New York and you have this big reputation and it just ends up the same way. Uh, so who, what, what, what's the issue then, Dave? For is what? it is it if, if 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 it's three GMs now, and it's three four managers? Who who have we had? We've had who's before Gaze? Todd Bowles. Who's before Todd Bowles? Uh, Rex Ryan. So you're talking about four head coaches, three general managers, and a partridge in a pear tree um, during this during this spell. What, what, whose fault is it, mate? Well, you know, everyone. It's really cheap to say this, but it's it's the truth. At the end of the day, it's the owner. The owner yeah. is the guy who's making the major decisions. You're the one who has to come up with uh, some sort of hierarchy where you have a GM who knows what he's doing, who can hire a coach, who can get a scouting uh, team in there, and you can build a winner. And the NFL is set up where anybody can do it, yet the Jets seem they just can't – they don't have the ability to do this. And as a Jet fan, uh, all out there who's ever listening to this, you can identify this. It's really easy to say it's the owner, but you ask yourself, why are the Ravens winning all the time? Yeah, uh, Steelers. Steelers never seem Steelers, to be why, Okay, the Steelers are on a down point now, but why have they won for so long? Like, when have we ever had a prolonged period of time where we are winning? Uh, the Steelers are 7-8, and eight, right? Are they 7-8 and eight or 8-7? Eight and seven? Right now, the Steelers, Whatever. Steelers, the Steelers are a bad football team. You know, they're yeah, they're sure, not... but that's my point. That's my point. Is they're a bad football team and they're still in it. Oh yeah, yeah. The Steelers get it done. The Steelers get it done. Somehow they get it done. Hey Dave, um, tell us your history, mate. How long? How long you? Been... Why are you a Jets fan? First of all, we'll, we'll go. We'll go back to that conversation in a minute, Dave. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was I was segueing here, but we'll go back to that one in a minute. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back to it. We, you know, we, we don't want people to, to bore people with, like, negativity. We've just got the other side of Christmas. I want to know Oh, God, I, I hear you. And listen, I'm surprised you invited me onto this podcast <laughs> because I bore people so much about talking with the Jets. Uh, I work in the school, and uh, I'm in the staff room. Nobody likes American football there. Nobody even pays attention to it. Yet there I am for 30 minutes at lunchtime talking about the New York Jets. Uh, and I, I see the reactions on their faces. Like, I don't want to hear this. Uh, I'm not interested. Yet I still keep going. It's 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 a great way to, like, clear out the staff room, right? Yeah. <laughs> but the funny thing is, at the school, they have nowhere else to go. So they just, you know, Monday through Friday, <laughs> just hear it, you know. That's great. That's fantastic. So how long have you been a Jets fan, mate? When did it start uh, for you? So I'm 47 years old now. I started no, being a Jet fan uh, probably when I first started understanding the game was 86, and the Jets were good. But that's not why I became a Jet fan. My family are actually Giant fans, all of them. Really? Uh, I am the only Jet fan in my entire family, and I come from a big family in, in, in New Jersey. But at the time, uh, it was very difficult to get Giant tickets. As you know, back then it was called Giant Stadium. Uh, yeah. You'd go to the stadium watching the Jets, but everything was red and blue. Uh, and I just fell in love with the chant. I fell in love with the fans. And uh, I fell in love just going with the sport to the game with my dad and, and cheering them on, uh, not realizing what kind of road that was going to take me down. Uh, <laughs> How did your dad react when you when you like picked the Jets over the Giants? 
Uh, he, didn't, he didn't mind so much. He was just happy to be with me watching the game. Uh, not to mention, uh, at the time, the Giants were great. I've watched the Giants win, I think it's four Super Bowls in my lifetime. Uh, so when maybe your son is not uh, on board with the same team you are, but they're dominant mm. and they're the better team, it, it's not a big deal. Now, if, if it's someone like uh, you, Alistair, you're also a, um, what, an Everton supporter. Stop reminding me. You know, but, uh, I mean, my goodness, if, if all you had a nephew or something and he became a Liverpool supporter, that'd be a tough pill to swallow. No, he wouldn't. No, he wouldn't. He would no longer be my nephew. <laughs> that's how that that's how that would work. And by the and for the record, my nephew is is a huge Evertonian, the poor thing. He's he's caught the bug from me and, and we went to we went up for the game against um Fulham in the cup. And and uh, we watched we sat there together and watched Everton get beat on penalties. So the, the 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 curse has already passed on to the next generation. Yeah, I mean it's it's remarkable. It's the the, the um the um the tangibles, the things that you can connect with Everton and Jets are it's 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 out there. But this is a Jet podcast, so we'll go there. And I just I don't know. I just I just re- uh, at the time too. Here's here's a little side note. We had a wide receiver called Al Tune, and yeah. I remember they used to chant. They would go tune tune, and I thought they were booing him. Uh, so just little, <laughs> little anecdotes like that I, I really enjoyed. And then uh, here's another great one. The world was different back then, and I can understand that uh, maybe this type of behavior would not really be um, uh, celebrated in this time. But I remember being a kid in the Jets stadium, doing the Jets chant up in the nosebleeds, and we were playing the Saints. It was snowing, and there were Saint fans with umbrellas. And these guys, the fans there, were handing me snowballs, encouraging me to throw them at these at these fans. And it wasn't <laughs> aggressive. We weren't like making them feel intimidated, but we now, were definitely pelting them with snowballs. That's for sure. And when you're ten and you hear swear <laughs> words, uh, they're giving you candy. Uh, you're around people who are enjoying themselves, drinking beer. You don't really fully understand what 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 being drunk means. You just realize they're merry and they're singing. <laughs> Uh, it was just a wonderful atmosphere to be around. And How was the they were winning. Yeah. Did you go to any Giants games? Did your dad take you down to any Giants games? Did I went to you? the Giant games once my dad got season tickets. Uh, and did and you notice was... there was a check? And you said there was a great atmosphere at the Jets, right? Because we've all noticed that. Is. But compared oh, to the Giants, Giants games, they're going to kill us on this if they're listening. Uh, they're going to disagree. And to be fair, I don't go to a lot of Giant games. This is just, there's no data to support this or research or whatever. But I always found that the Jet games, when I was going to them uh, in the nosebleeds, it had a lot more atmosphere. Uh, As a kid, a lot more swearing. And uh, I always found the Jet games a lot more fun. So I was actually, uh, I had a choice between the two. And the Jets, uh, uh, were the one that came closest to my heart. So there was good. a few. There's a few of us that uh, started supporting the Jets back in the mid eighties. Yeah. Myself, myself and you, um, Jeremy, Jeremy and Scott. I think Scott was a couple of years before. Yeah. So there's there's a few of us. That was a, a big turning point. That with Ken O'Brien, the Ken O'Brien days. Yeah. So uh, yeah, those yeah. were great. Al Toon, Wesley Walker, uh, Freeman McNeil, yeah. and uh, Mickey Shuler. Yeah, Mickey Shuler was a great tight end for us. Yeah, uh, and, yeah, and he had the defense, didn't you? Oh yeah, the New York, uh, the New York Sack Exchange. With, yeah, uh, yeah. No, uh, it was a character, Marty right? Lyon. It was like it was, just crazy. Flacco, he was just in in the hall. He was just induced to the Hall of Fame. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we have time yeah. to talk about the old school Jets, though? Oh, yeah, of course. Got okay. Set your time, Dave. Set your time. I mean, it's, it's either that or we talk about the Commanders game. So let's talk about the, yeah. you know, let's, let's oh, talk man. about old school Jets. started about the Commanders game. But so any of you old school uh, if you remember when we had Pete Carroll as a coach, he got yeah. ran out of town. Mm-hmm. And I believe he was replaced with Richie Kotite, which we all know is is like the, the, the dark ages for the Jets. But, but yeah, what, it was what, a fake spike. After we after Marino did that fake spike um in the Pete Carroll's one one and done season, we never won a game after that. So we and then we I think yeah you're right with Kotite came in after Pete Carroll. What year is yeah. that? It was like nineteen. Well, you know what? I hope there are Jet fans that hear this. I hope there are Jet fans that are in their forties and fifties and sixties that can maybe uh, comment on this. But from what I remember, Pete Carroll, he was actually ahead of his time as a Jet coach. He um he had a defense that he called the Hawk defense, and it was a bunch of smaller linebackers and DBs that were ball hawks, essentially. And he would have four or five guys rush the passer and other guys looking to pick the ball. We had James Hasty at the time, Eric McMillan, mm-hmm. uh, and a couple of safeties I can't remember as well, and a smaller linebacker. And his theory was if you can fly around the ball and make plays, uh, you could be a really intimidating defense. Mm. Now, albeit back then it was a different game. It was a run-heavy game. And we were teams were able to run on us quite easily, but you now look at the game today, and you look at Co- uh, Carroll as a coach today, and you could see what his idea was. Uh, it just it wasn't a good fit at the time. Well, his leisure boom was based on that secondary, right? Based yeah. on the secondary and the linebackers. Yeah, you, you and know, I, you, you know, know what they, the, 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 the legion the, of the big hog mollies do. You think about the 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 secondary. What do you think about the Seattle team? Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry for keep cutting you off. I feel like I feel like I'm back in the staff room uh, in my school, but uh, <laughs> I hear uh, you always hear about the Legion of Boom, and for for good reason. But uh, you never, I've never once heard anyone make a connection with the Legion of Boom and the uh, and the um, Pete Carroll defenses of the Jets. And why should you? Uh, he was one of the worst coaches ever. But I actually saw it. And I, I, I could see where he, what he was trying to do at the time. So, so mate, um, uh, when did you get to England? When did you first move to the UK? 2003. 2003 uh, yeah. Arsenal, were, Arsenal were the Invincibles. Uh, England time, just yeah. won themselves a World Cup uh, for the rugby. <laughs> and uh, for all the football fans out there. What, what, what year did they let you in? What year? 2003. <laughs> 2003. 20 years. Uh, the, the, the immigration laws were a little, little bit looser back then. <laughs> uh, David Blunt was the, the, um, the, the Irish borders. The home secretary. <laughs> well, 20 uh, years this year, mate. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. Yeah. 20 yeah, years. Yeah. 20 years in the UK. And when did you find out about the, when and how did you find out about the Hippodrome? Do you remember? Oh, so I, I, there any, do you, did any of you guys ever watch the NFL in. Um, uh, it was at the Haymarket pub. What was that one? Sports yeah. Cafe. Um, yeah, on Haymarket. And I never watched the NFL there, but I know. I know. Oh, man. so sh- shout out to the manager wherever you are out there. He was a younger chap, and he was a Jet fan. So he uh, had the Jet games out there, and there were tons of Jet fans there. It was fantastic. Oh yeah. Uh, 
and it was uh it was sport was different back then too so he was doing the old illegal feed through a computer uh oh nice yeah yeah it was fantastic it was a fantastic atmosphere and 2003 who were we no we were not good then we were not a good <laughs> yeah. those, are, those are not two bad days compared to like previous years because you had um you know the, the bill parcells coaching disciples i was home edwards years wasn't it you know chad pennington one year good one year bad um yeah, that was always a you know, better year, better years than what you've had just recently. Anyway, well, it's what you're comparing it to, John, isn't it? Yeah. It's, well, what was the year? year what yeah. was the year we got Favre? Uh, 2008. So I remember that year, 2008. Oh, that long? That long ago? Okay. Yeah, that's the one five year. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I remember that too. But I want to say the Jets in 2003 were not very good. I think we were at the down point at that point. Uh, maybe Herm Edwards was your coach. I want to know more about this Haymarket um, pub. I want to know how you moved to Haymarket. So I'm surprised that uh, it went out of business because it was packed. It was a packed yeah. house in the NFL. Uh, the Patriots just – oh, God, don't even start about the Patriots. They just started becoming good. Yeah. Uh, I and I remember I was there when uh, Brady got hurt. And oh shit, we oh sorry, you pardon me for the swear word. We lost to the Patriots when they had Matt Castle, and we had Favre uh, oh. as the quarterback. Well, that was when Chad Pennington beat us in MetLife. Uh, well, in the Giants Stadium for the last game of the well penultimate game of the season, went to win the division. Yeah, that was when we. Well, just, I, I can tanked. remember because I mean, who knew who who Matt Castle was? And yeah. the Patriots just started being our next rival. And you're like, hey, we have Favre, uh, and we, we're supposed to be good. And here you are in Haymarket with a bunch of Jet fans watching Matt Castle carve us up and mm. Brett Favre not able to move the sticks, and it was a killer, you know? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Sounds very familiar, mate. Sounds very familiar. So so, when, so Haymarket closes, and then were you straight to the Hippodrome? Did you Google it? How did you find it? Um. Gosh, how did I find it? I believe so. You know me, Alistair. I had a hard time even getting onto this thing. I don't Google anything. <laughs> I reckon someone maybe told me about it. And if you remember, you guys, I would go. I'm when you said earlier in the podcast it was three hours ago, uh, uh, three years ago when we first met. Uh, I remember us seeing each other because I would be in the back cheering on the Jets. You guys would be in the front row, and there'd be a host of you, and yeah, I would jump to yeah, you the guys for. And we do the Jets chant, and then I'd go back, uh, and that that that's gotta be when that's you guys first started. I mean, it was, the... I want to say it was before Darnold. Yeah, that's the 2015. Was it, was it in the, when we had the back rooms in the we were in the little yeah. back rooms with individual yeah. games with the audio? Yep, yep. I yeah. remember that now. Yeah, I remember you yeah. being there for that now. So that yeah. was 15, you know, uh, 15, 16, 17 before Magic Mike turned up, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Uh, yeah. So I, I always saw you guys, and, and we recognized each other, but uh, it wasn't until you, uh, Alistair, came up and said, hey, man, let me give you your number. Let's get part of this uh, WhatsApp group uh, that I really started getting involved with the Jet fans in the Hippodrome. And uh, you know me, you, anyone out there who's, um, who's on that Jets uh, WhatsApp group, gosh, some of you sometimes are just like, hey, you're texting too much. These messages are too long. 
So, you know, it's too so early. We, we had Leon a few weeks ago, Lee from Holland, and Lee and, 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 and Dave have some serious disagreements on the WhatsApp chat. And sometimes I'll just open it up and there'll be like 45 messages and it's just Lee and David going back and forth. About oh yeah, yeah, about yeah! You element know, of the previous week's game, for sure. Uh, a, a shout out as well to uh, Martin Davies. Martin, like, yeah, my yeah. goodness, Martin! Like, come on. <laughs> what is you? What, what, like, you're you're worse than JD when it comes to loving um uh, Zach. There are, uh, yeah, there, there, there are parts. Martin, we need. Um, I think we need Martin on the pod soon. We're gonna get Martin on. We're gonna get. Oh, Martin get him sure. on! Yeah. I want to hear him talk about Zach Wilson, and that's not his fault. Uh, complete enabler, by the way. <laughs> so there we go. So when we get Martin on, we're gonna have to play him back that bit. So well, has, has anyone actually seen? Has, has anyone met Martin? Because I have a feeling yeah, yeah. Martin's actually Zach's mother. <laughs> <laughs> There's also Ant from Southampton because Martin's from Warrington. Oh yeah, he's another one. And Aunt, Jesus, Aunt from Aunt he's a big too. Zach Wilson guy. Like so, so Martin's uh, Zach Wilson's mother. Aunt's probably his his uh, his cousin. <laughs> Them two have infiltrated our, our WhatsApp group, and it's just nothing <laughs> about you know Zach Wilson's great. Look at him there. Uh, it's a Jets fault. But then, but then, how how far back as a Jets fan? Like, like at what point do you start to go? We've lost perspective. Like we can't remember what a good quarterback looks like. Like oh, I, well, I, I can remember Sam Donald's first game against Detroit, and I can remember. I, remember. I, was I thought he played great that game. That, I was in I was in New York, yeah, watching that game. Yeah, and I can remember. I can remember game. watching that game, thinking this kid can play. This is a this is actually what a good quarterback looks like. Yeah, you know. And obviously, then we know what happened with Sam Donald. It, it fell off a cliff. I still maintain that he was. The more talented of the two, Donald, Donald or Wilson, and then if you oh, no question Smith as well. Well, you look at the Detroit game. He his first ever NFL pass. He throws the pick, pick six, pick. yeah, and then he comes back and he does it. He, he, he drives yeah. the Jets, uh, whatever it was, seventy yards, uh, seventy five yards, uh, and, and they blow out the the, the lines. Uh, I, I guess remember, yeah, talk- I, I remember that game because I was I came went to went at a drone conference in Vegas the week before. And I flew, so flew back to New York on the Sunday. It was a Monday night game. So I met all the old uh, Jets folk that I used to hang out with when I lived in New York in, the, in a bar. And um, the rule was uh, that every time the Jets scored a touchdown, uh, we round of shots, yeah? So um, we started off obviously really badly. And then um, one after... It, <laughs> it was a complete blowout, right? I was like, was I couldn't believe it. So yeah, the Detroit game. Yeah, we were like oh, forty-two, wow. yeah, forty-two twenty or something. <laughs> so I had a massive. Bill. That was, I was. I was like the guy. I was like the guy from England. Come over, card behind the bar. I was so like shocked by all this. What was going on with all these touchdowns? Buying everyone's shots. And then uh, Pete, his name was, who we used to hang out with. He would got so overexcited that every every <laughs> from touchdown two onwards, it would give me the the, the headbutt. It would, give, it would give me the headbutt of like excitement. So every time we scored a touchdown, it'd be a shot, then head bang, and I was like, "Oh my god!" By the sixth, by the sixth, by the fifth or sixth touchdown, I was like, "Mate, can't do this anymore." Can't yeah, do the that, yeah. 
<laughs> we love Donald. It, it sounds like a great night, though. Oh, <laughs> Maybe this is why we love the Jets, you know. Somehow, somehow. Hey, John, you've got, you, you've got to get this guy Pete on. I want to hear his version of that story. <laughs> hey, can you excuse me for one second, boys? I'll be right back. Yeah, uh, yeah go. Go, go, right. go. That's a, that's a shout-out to Pete Bernstein, who uh, used to hang out in, when I went over there in 2008. So he, he invited me into his little group. Let's get uh, him on. Of Jets fans, yeah. Let's, yeah, so, uh, let's work on getting getting Pete on on the pod. In um, fact, when we do our road when we do our road trip, I'll get in touch. I'll get back in touch with Pete, and because uh, he used to go to he used to go to Tennessee University. So oh, wow! I'll see if he's that could be good uh, good synergy. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. And in fact, we need to get Robert on, Robert on as well because Robert lives in Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his yeah. girlfriend went to Tennessee. Oh, so he went. To he went to well. evolve game this year, so we need to get him on and get him involved with. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe you back with us, mate? Not no, yet. He's not. So when we do Are the road not? trip, because obviously we were talking about because we were waiting for Dave earlier for about ten minutes. Yeah. Then me and I had to talk about some stuff, so that was pretty difficult. But once we got <laughs> the guy with the awkwardness, we um, started talking about the road trip. <laughs> We're, we're solidifying this plan, aren't we? We're, yeah. we're going to go to Nashville next season. Obviously, we don't know when the schedule um, <coughs> when it's going to be in the schedule. So, so whenever the schedule gets released, we reckon it'll be around the time of the draft. So, around that time, we'll do a podcast where we'll uh, we'll get some people on and we'll talk. We'll make plans for the road trip. Uh, I will obviously be, des- be designated driver. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, but that's definitely happening. So next year there will be a Hippodrome Jets road trip to Nashville. Even if it's just me and John in in a in a, it won't be because Lee will definitely be there. Yeah, I would love. To, I, I'm back here, boys, and I would love to to be a part of that. Yes, Dave, come on. So here we go. So, so good we, man. We, we okay, Dave, Dave, you're in. You're in. We, John, what we'll do is we'll put Dave and Lee in the back seat, and we'll put Martin in between them. And, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> three of them can debate. So, Dave, listen. Question. Same question we ask everybody, every guest we have on the pod. Um, I want you to tell me who your favourite non-obvious Jets player is. So, I call it the Quincy Anunwar question because Quincy Anunwar was my favourite Jets receiver. Oh, uh, who was your so, favourite? Like no one obvious, like Darrell Revis or. Nick I get Mandel. that. What, what a great question. Uh, and you're not. Uh, so, all you Jet fans out there, let's listen to this podcast. I haven't heard any of these questions. None of this is premeditated. Uh, it's just on the fly. And I'm really happy you asked this question because it's uh, really fitting for the 2003-2024 season. 2023-2024 uh, season, excuse mm-hmm. me. Uh, because one of my favorite Jets of all time would be Lavernius Coles. And right. the fact that this guy came out to watch uh, that Denver mm. game with us yeah. Uh, was remarkable, and I I almost died, uh, not being able to be there. I've watched that video clip of you guys cheering when Russell Wilson fumbles the ball, and yeah. who is it? Tony Adams picks Bryce it up. Ball. Whoever picks it up and scores the, the touchdown to seal the game. Uh, what a remarkable moment that is. But Lavernius Coles is one of my favorites because uh, at the time when he got drafted, he came out of Florida State, if I don't if I recall correctly. He had what they called some issues, uh, uh, you know, off-field issues, which was a bunch of nonsense. Uh, and he slipped in the draft, and they took him late, maybe the fifth or fourth mm-hmm. round, whatever it was. But he was a first-round talent, and he showed that as a Jet, played hard, played hurt. Uh, 
And when I was in university, I actually had a dream where Lavernius Coles was begging me to be his friend. And this is uh, begging <laughs> yeah. me, asking me to go to the movies with him, asking me to hang out with him, go go-karting, you, you, you name it, whatever. You, uh, Lavernius Coles plays as Jets. He had some playoff wins. Uh, went to Washington, came back for us, was a great pro, uh, loves the Jets, uh, but he's an afterthought. And then you fast forward, uh, I don't know, what is it, 20 years later, and here he is back in London watching the Jets with us. So yeah. to answer your question, Lavernius Coles is, will always be one of my favorites but because, then, A, he slipped in the draft when he shouldn't have. He never moaned. He never complained <clears throat> about that. He just, you know, put on the uniform, played hard, ran across the middle, uh, got first downs for us, played hurt, uh, and he was part of a Jet team that won. Yeah. So I've so got an was, idea. Yeah. yeah, that's sorry to interrupt. There. I've just I've just had a cracking idea. Uh oh. <laughs> I don't oh, get many. I don't get many, but um, like it would be awesome. Like you know, we organize a trip once a year, or whatever, to to a game, and me organizing me. Uh, like an, an old ex-Jets player who's who's uh, relevant to that maybe the university in that away road trip game. Right. So it might be worthwhile. Like, I've just Googled it now as we're doing, like who played for the Jets and went to um, and Tennessee. Tennessee volunteers. Remember Sean Ellis? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Defensive yeah. end. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, it would be a fascinating person, you know, to potentially – reach out and me and do like a double whammy if the imagine if tennessee are playing the same weekend as the jets so we can go to a tennessee game on the saturday that'd be great and do with the jets on the sunday that'd be great and then we reach out via whatever media platform to get some you know, old jet ex jets i mean wesley walker's always around because he seems to be around everywhere but uh, you know like, you've got other players like coles um that feels like a job for nick mate we'll get nick well, involved yeah in yeah yeah. yeah, I mean, hey, yeah, listen, listen, listen very, very quickly. In the spirit of last week, um, uh, I'm going to ask you a, a little. This one's a bit easier, I think. So, um, uh, first of all, just for your for your information, Coles was the third round. He was picked 78 out of Florida State. Okay, yeah, drafted yeah. In the year, drafted in but the he year was a first round talent, and he slipped in the draft. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, uh, I'm going to ask you, what other team did he play for? When you said he played for the Redskins, Washington. He went to Washington. Yeah. He went another team. He played oh, for besides another Washington. Team. Ooh, oh, uh, um, I don't know. I can't get it. I won't get that. So he uh, played for the Jets three times, and he played uh -huh. in between one and two. He played for the Washington. Did he go to Tennessee? Did he go to Tennessee or something like he that? Did not go to Tennessee. I'll tell you at the end of the at the end of the pod. Okay. I'll tell yeah, you. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm not going to Google it. That. Uh, but like he, what, you signed with the Jets three times. He signed with the Jets three times. Yeah. So there, there's another reason why I love him. He's just like us. Uh, he comes back to this piece of garbage franchise. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, you could go anywhere, and and you come yeah. back. Like why, Lavernius? What are uh, you doing? That's why we need to get him on the pod to explain why he came back three times. What he misses about it. What what it is. What's the X factor? I think Dave, you nailed it. In the, you nailed it earlier about the X factor being going to the stadium, hanging out with the fans. That atmosphere you can't recreate that anywhere. I've, I've never recreated that in any sporting event. That you know, when you're surrounded by eighty thousand complete nutters and you're cheering all for the same team in the same stadium, and you're doing it for hours before the actual kickoff, is 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 not, is, is, um, is absolutely can't be topped. Well, well, here's one. It, it makes you wonder for all you Jet fans out there as well, like. 
would the Jets be the Jets if they actually were good and competent? Uh, <laughs> like, like, oh, that's a good question. That's a great question. Like, like yeah. who knows? Uh, because the Patriots, like... remember the Patriots used to be really bad, right? And then they started winning. And I know we all know a couple of Boston people, but tickets at the at Boston now, New England, they're like four hundred bucks just for your yeah. minimum ticket, right? So you're going to have a different kind of fan. Yeah, a different kind, kind of fan. fan. You get, get glory fans. boys for sure. You get yeah, glory, glory boys. boys for sure. You're Man United fans. I, I hear yeah. that. I, I, again, I've been doing my best to let you guys speak and not cut you off. It's against my nature. But the difference between the Patriots is they're only they're the only ticket in town. Uh, New York is a town where there's two sports teams. Uh, yet here we are. You know the Jets. Uh, they and and there's who was that guy who just. You introduced on their on Jets What's WhatsApp group a couple of days ago. He he's new to the the group. Another like, Lee. I, We've got another Lee joined us. Yeah, Lee Voisey. Yeah, and he's like, I'm now wanting to be a Jet fan. You just no, like, I think he was already doing? a Jet fan. I think he was already a Jet fan oh, living he? in London. He just didn't know about the Hippodrome. So oh, he's okay. going to come join okay. us, I think. That's and hopefully, good. hopefully, well, maybe for the Patriots game. You know, maybe next season we'll have a go. Hey, listen, guys, conscious of time, let's crack on with predictions. Um, so uh, there are six games to um, to predict. Uh, we're not going. We're not going into last week's results. We're not going to go into them. We don't need to. Alistair had his best best ever one. I got. I, I literally got one. And you know the, <laughs> the only the only game I called correctly was the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only game I called correctly. That's the old time Nadia. That's the old time. That is wonderful. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you can't make that up. You can't make that up. Yeah. I mean, um, uh, John didn't do too much better. John got his lowest ever score. Yeah, it was a bad three. week. It was a bad week. Yeah, it was a bad week. And funnily enough, the winner last week A lot week of underdogs Scott. won last, last week, so. Hey, say again. It was a tricky week. A lot of, I mean, who saw the Chiefs losing? No, exactly. Well, we, we well, uh, Scott was our, on. Scott was our guest, and Scott won the week with a with a dizzying dizzying heights of four four points, which mm. any other week would be enough to finish dead last. But last week it won it for him. So um, no pressure, Dave. But you just got to try and beat four. Basically. Well, I got to tell you, I think this week is an easy one because you have a lot of uh, home favorites that, I mean, <clears throat> first, let, okay, it's a Jets podcast. Let's start with Jets at Browns. Jets at Browns. What you who, think all you Jet fans out there, who actually thinks we're not going to get blown out this uh, this Thursday night? Please. Uh, well, what what are you, are you thinking it's going to well, be Browns? I like the Browns. Right? I like the Browns by at least 20. Uh, and that's with Joe Flacco. I like the Ravens at home over the Dolphins. Well, hang on, mate. We'll, we'll, we'll go we're going to do an order, time. Dave. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. We'll go the Browns at home against the Jets. Yeah, so, so Bra- Bra- Browns at home against the Jets feels like a really easy call. I mean, obviously, you're talking about Trevor Simeon versus Joe Flacco throwing, averaging 300 yards a game. You're talking about the Browns needing to win to stay in contention for the um, uh, the home the home field advantage in the, in, uh, in the playoffs and the first seed in the AFC. Uh, you're talking about there's nothing there's nothing in me that thinks the Jets are going to win this game so I'm going to predict the Jets will win this game just to piss me off oh okay you reckon the Jets because wow. there's no logic to it there's no yeah. logic to it and when there's no logic to the Jets winning that's when the Jets win they do it I mean they do do that yeah, yeah. that's, that's sure. a very 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 true point isn't it it's like yeah. when, when you've got no hope against the playoffs they sort yeah. of always start winning but there's no 
No reason to, yeah. So let no, me, no let, me let me, I know you're short on time, but let me just say this. All you Jet fans who are gamblers out there as well, like when you actually bet against the Jets, even though we hate doing it, uh, they end up winning. Yeah. 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 So what are you going with, John? Jets or Browns? Yeah, so um, that's, uh, yeah, you got Trevor Simeon in the dog pan Thursday night. If we had lost the Reds, if we had lost the Commanders last week, then they would be more motivated. But because they had this, they've won, they've won a game, and that's two wins out of the last three. Woody Johnson has given everyone their jobs back for next yeah. year. So th- there's going to be no motivation. Cold night in Cleveland. It's going to be, it's going to be nasty. It's going to yeah. be nasty. So Cleveland. I couldn't agree more. I'm still back in the Jets because there's no logic to it. Um, I think, I, let me just, let me just talk about the Jets Browns real quick. I know you talk, talk yeah. time. I don't think it's that complicated. At the end of the day, the Jet, the Browns defense is going to be too hot to handle for the Jets yeah. O-line. We've seen that all year long. They're going to manhandle them. Browns an easy one at home. For, for, I, I and for selfish more. reasons, I'm, I'm in a playoff final in, in, in a, one of my fantasy leagues and I've got the Browns D. So, uh, Hopefully they. Uh, wow! Oh, they're gonna they're gonna thing, score you some points, John. I can tell you that right now. They're gonna score you some points. <laughs> Hopefully they come good for me. Uh, oh, Ravens, Dolphins at Ravens. Um, uh, Dave, I like the Ravens at home. Uh, that's a tough nut to crack at home. Uh, the Dolphins have shown that. Okay, they beat the Cowboys last week, but they haven't. They're the type of team that can't beat good teams, and the Ravens. Uh, man, they just dismantled my team, the Niners. Uh, and at home, it's easy win for me. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I think the Ravens beat the Dolphins. I think there's a lot on the game. And I think um, I think uh, this Dolphins team, that they've got some good pieces and got some good players, but they still don't have that the same level of experience that the Ravens have got in terms of being in and, in and amongst it as a, as a as a playoff team. This is effectively effectively a playoff game in terms of the fact that the winner of this game is is probably the favourite for the first seed in the AFC. And, yeah. And, 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 the and, and in Baltimore, I think the Ravens will, will get it done. So I, I'm, I'm with the Ravens. Oh, man. And also, uh, man, Baltimore uh, is a pit to play in. John, sorry. Go on, mate. What's, that? What, what's your pick, mate? Well, I'm sorry. I thought Dave was saying something then, mate. He came in. Um, yeah, no, I'm going Ravens. Yeah. So uh, Lamar's he's on fire at the moment. It'll be a good game if Tua if Tua does get the win, then um, you know that's going to throw the MVP award into chaos because obviously yeah. Lamar's the heavy favourite now after Purdy uh, stunk the bed out last week. But um, yeah, Baltimore. I think it would make the last the last week of the season more interesting if the Dolphins won. If the Dolphins and the Browns both win, then that's a really interesting last game. But. Um, I think the Ravens will win it. Uh, Patriots at the Bills. There's a there's a there's a, a fixture none of us like to see. Um, who who are you picking here, Dave? Bills at home. Uh, the Pats are bad. The Bills are on the roll right now. I think that's an easy one as well. Yeah, I hate doing it. I hate I hate, I hate the Bills so much, and I hate the Patriots, but I hate the Bills more, and I hate predicting the Bills to win a game. But I'm going to go with it. I'm going to go Bills. I'm just going to go Bills. You're not going to go Patriots now. I'm surprised by that one. I'm, I'm going to go Bills because I hate the Bills. But, but I can't believe you're going for the Bills and you hate them. I do. What happens if New England win? It doesn't matter. I hate Patriots as well. Do you know what I would really like to happen? I would like it to be a tie game and at least 10 players get injured. 
<laughs> on both sides of the ball. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing that either. Yeah. <laughs> but Bills, I'm going Bills. But for the sake of the, of, of the predicting table, I'm going to go Bills. Right, yeah, I'm, I'm going Buffalo as well. There's no point even talking about those two teams. Let's take them both. <laughs> right, Next now one. we get into the really interesting stuff. We've got three really interesting games to pick here. Uh, well, certainly two. Um, uh, first one is the D- Detroit Lions, the uh, NFC North champions against the Dallas Cowboys in Dallas. Uh, where are you going on that one, Dave? I like the Cowboys at home, personally, uh, simply because they're home. If it was a neutral field, I'd go with the Lions. I think um, uh, what's the Lions' quarterback? What's his name again? Uh, Goff. Goff. Yeah, I think Goff coming off uh, uh, um, uh, 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 as a division winner is is going to be a wild card there. I think he's going to play well. But the Cowboys at home that that's it's a good team. Yeah, it's it, it's worth worth noting that the Lions need to win this game more because they're still they're still there or thereabouts. There's three teams that that could that could still get the NFC um first round uh seeding uh the 49ers the eagles and the lions they're the, they're the three really um and uh, so, so the lions i don't think the lions are going to rest on the laurels on this game i don't think they're going to be resting players um and the, uh, the lions i think are a better team than the cowboys um so i, oh, can I don't, really go I don't. I think the cowboys are better than lions hey i think the cowboys have a better team i also think you're overestimating uh all the predicaments of who wins and how you win out and blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, the Cowboys uh, or whoever, both teams, they want to win. They have to win. You don't want to go heading into the playoffs uh, with losses, especially yeah. teams that you might face. Cowboys at home. Listen, listen, I, 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 I've already written down Cowboys before you said that. as my pick. But here, Thanks for repeating you. you well, I was building up to it. I was building up to it. But here's the thing. <laughs> I think it's going to be close, and I and, and I'm I'm willing to say this, John. Whatever you pick, I'll go the opposite to make it interesting. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay but, uh, Al, are you picking or what? Well, I, I, I'm I'm happy to go either way. So you no, pick... no, can you can you pick Al, can you? I know Dave. Not picking a team, Al. So what are you doing? Al, you want to pick a team, buddy? Come on, don't throw Cowboys. I think the Cowboys. No, hold on a minute. You said you wanted Detroit a minute ago. You I don't want Detroit to win. I want Detroit to win, but. But All I right, think... I'm going to put you down as Detroit then. All right, I'm, so I'm going to go. Da- I'm going to go Cowboys. There you go. Yeah. That's what we're getting. So, okay, so you got, I got. I wrote you down as Detroit because you your argument was Detroit. And well, no, my, 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 my I was building up to yeah. building up to the reasons why I think the Lions can win it. But then I was going to say that I think the long road trip and it being in Dallas. But I'm happy to go with the Lions because I think that makes it interesting. And the next game, everyone's picking the same team. We've got Dave's yeah. 49ers. I mean, who's going with the commanders, really? Please. I don't think anybody is. Is anybody going? I don't know. To... Al, Al could uh, put it. He likes these curveballs. I'll tell you what. He, he might do it. We'll see no, in I'm a minute. No, I'm going 49ers. I'm going 49ers. That's an easy one. Are we all 49ers? What about, what, yeah, what about all 40, 49ers. That injured? I mean, we should be picking the over-under for that game. <laughs> We're going 49ers. Right. Uh, last game. <laughs> Packers at Vikings. Monday night football. Um, and this is a really interesting game because both these teams are still in playoff contention. Uh, Green Bay at Minnesota. Dave, what you, where are you going with this one? So uh, out of the six matches, I found this the most difficult to pick. I'm yeah. actually going with the Packers. Uh, yeah. I think they have the better quarterback. Uh, they do have trouble with the Vikings, to be fair, and they're on the road. But I think, I mean, 
can you put your faith in Nick Mullins or Dobbs or whoever it was? Uh, I don't think so. I'm going with the Packers in their quarterback. For, for, for literally all the same reasons, I'm with you. I think I think the Packers have, have a better quarterback and I think they're going to go to Minnesota and win the game. Uh, what, was the, what was the ones there? There's the Dave. What did you go for? Both went I went with the Packers. Okay, because we're going a bit faster, guys, because I, I didn't actually give my pick for 49ers Washington. Well, we all knew it was 49ers. Yeah, but I haven't, didn't actually officially say that. So, you know, I'm going to say 49ers. <laughs> if Brock Purdy gets, you know, because he was knocked around a bit, if he doesn't play and he got Darnold, then that, that could go like, you know, I don't know, weird. Oh, man. So, yeah, no, for 49ers. No, even with Darnold, even with Darnold, you go with the, I would, even with Darnold, I'd go with the 49ers. I mean, the, rest, the, the commanders are awful. They are awful. Um, okay, so you're both going for Green Bay. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I'm going for yes. Minnesota. Oh, what's your reason? Lots of reasons. So you got Mullins as your new um, James Winston throwing bombs and interceptions. <laughs> Green Bay's defense is absolutely atrocious. They've made the last two quarterbacks who, if I just get my little um, schedule out, uh, consist of Bryce Young through for his best ever yards of 312 yards, made him look like an MVP. And the, yeah, and the week before that. that, they made Baker Mayfield through for 374 yeah, yards, if I'm not mistaken, against this Green Bay defense, who were previous to that, were letting in the most yardage on, on the on the ground. So you yeah. can pick your poison. And Minnesota is not out of it. They've got Justin yeah, Jefferson. I know, I know Hawkinson is injured, but you've got Addison. I think he might be coming back. You've got Madison and Chandler. And even if Mullins throws, stinks the ball, stinks the place up, and gets replaced and pulled, you still got another quarterback haul. And uh, who's the who's the coach for the Minnesota? He's, he's a good coach. I've mm. got his name, but he's a good coach. Yeah. So that will be that'll be a shootout. And because you know Minnesota's defense is better than what you think, and Minnesota will win that one. I'm pretty All right. sure. Good. Lock it in. So we've Lock got Dave in. going Browns, Ravens, Bills, Cowboys, 49ers, Packers. That's I'm right. going Jets, Ravens, Bills, Lions, 49ers, Packers. And John is going Browns, Ravens, Bills, Cowboys, 49ers, and Vikings. Alistair, yeah. I really hope the Jets win. Uh, I really do. Uh, just for your sake. Uh, mate, mate. It's the, like I said, there's no logic to it. It's mm. just, it's just this is what the Jets do. Mm. They win the games they're not that they're, they're not supposed to win. They win the games that no one's expecting them to win. Uh, and, and no one did. You know, a lot of Jets fans won't want them to win because they'll be thinking about the draft. Yeah. So there we go. That's just, you know, I there's no logic to it, but there we go. So, John. So, yeah, dipping in, I'm going to dip into the Christmas mailbag if we've still got time. Christmas mailbag. Have we, had a, have we had a message from Rudolph again? No, Rudolph is busy this week and he's resting at the moment. He's putting his feet up. But we've got a message. We've got a, a message. We've got a mail <laughs> dipping into. We've got a message from Tyson from Morecambe. Tyson from Morecambe, okay. Tyson from Morecambe. And he, his message, uh, first time, um, first time, um, <laughs> long time Jets fan, long time, um, first time caller. Uh, message for, he knew Dave was coming on. Message for Davey V, <laughs> says here. Message for, <laughs> question for Davey V. Um, Dave, yeah. um, like yourself, I've been a Jets fan since 1980s, mid-80s. In your opinion, what are the worst three seasons you've had to endure? The worst three with the worst... What's the, what's the worst one? 
Oh, that's a worst. question from Tyson. Uh, thanks, Tyson. All right, I thanks, buddy. Let me just, let me just start you off with when I first moved here, I thought that where you're from was called Macombi. So thank you for that lesson. And <laughs> I don't want to go with the, I don't want to go with the top three. I'll I'll, I'll go with the, for me the worst jet season has got to be this one. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. It's hard I to mean, disagree with like, you. Like, like, and. I thought the Dalvin Cook signing was a good one, and we all saw how that played out. Uh, Aaron Rodgers coming out with American flag. Do you guys remember this? He came out to the ACDC song, I'm Kind mm-hmm. of a Big Deal. Yeah. We were then, in the Hippodrome, mate, watching it at 2 o'clock in the morning, mate. So, yeah, we yeah. do remember that. Yeah, we're very we're excited. Buzzing. So, I would on. have to say, I want to go with the worst season. I would have to go this year. It's 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 either this year or it's the Adam Gase years, isn't it? Yeah, but we we never thought we were going to be good during the Adam Gase years. Uh, no, that's true. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you this: another one was um, so another really harsh season for me was um, uh, oh god, what's this guy's name? The quarterback in the USC. No, no, yeah, that one was bad too. Uh, thank you, honorable mention for that. That was that was bad. Uh, but what's the quarterback? From USC, Mark Sanchez. Sanchez. Sanchez's second year when we thought we were going to be good. Uh, and he Was just made the bet. Yeah. And we lost to the Giants at home. And the Giants ended up winning the Super Bowl that year. Oh, that was the uh, third season, mate. I was in New York. That was on Christmas Eve. When the, uh, Victor Cruz did a 99, caught a 99-yard yeah, touchdown. Yeah, uh, on, yeah. on Cromartie, you know? Yeah, th- third third year. That ruined my mm-hmm. Christmas. We're 8-5 and five then. We're, we're and, eight and six or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and we're and great. Going, and if you remember, and we're, Rex Ryan, yeah. Rex yeah. Ryan had beef with uh, their quarterback. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Jacobs. Manning. Uh, oh well, call it cornerback. No, no, no. He had beef with the running back. Whatever his name, something Brandon oh. Jacobs or Jim- yeah, but the big, the big bruiser, massive, big yeah, bruiser big running bruiser. back. Yeah. And he went on uh, his press conference and absolutely destroyed the Jets. This is the Giants' town, yada yada. You talk nonsense, and then they went out and won the uh, Super Bowl. And we've been looking for answers ever since. That's mm. another one. Uh, that was a good, this is a horrible. Yeah. This is a horrible line of questioning, John. Do you have, do you have any any betting tips? <laughs> well, no, because we this. I mean, uh, Tyson knew that Dave was coming on, so he wanted well, to ask these questions because there's a lot of history of uh, bad years. So we Tyson, why don't we, we ask? By the way, <laughs> for those wanting to know, Tyson from Morecambe isn't the famous boxer because apparently he's been a Jets fan for forty years, and and Tyson Fury is not forty. So <laughs> this must be a different Tyson from Morecambe that's written so, in. So Tyson, so like everyone to... knows. Tell us what your three worst are. We'd like to hear that. Oh, and John, thank you for that 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 uh, Testa Verde one as well. That's a that's a good oh. shout out. Ninety nine. So if you had to do the, the... oh, we've got this year as Dave as Dave's as your sorry still there guys. Yeah, yeah I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah, yeah, because somebody tried to ring me. So yeah, um, so this year's the worst. Yeah. Yeah. Second, we've got the um, the second. Well, sorry, was the Sanchez year. Yeah, Sanchez's yeah, second year. He uh, yeah. also, I, I, I'm sorry, but uh, if you, all you Jeff fans out there, do you remember he was on the cover of GQ magazine as well? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, yeah. It's the hope that kills you guys. It's when mm. you think you're going to be good and you're not. They're the harder ones to take. Yeah, it certainly is. So that leads on to nicely onto the betting. 
segue. So um, <laughs> we we were nine and nine. Sorry, we were twelve and nine. Sorry, and we. Um, do you know what? I can't remember what we were last week. <laughs> <laughs> I can easily lie. I, I think we were nine, nine guys. So we had a bit of um, just like the uh, the predictions. We went one and two, so not the best of weeks there last week. So um, let's try and make it up this week. So my three quick um, quick fire betting tips are tomorrow. One, it concludes tomorrow night. So Flacco has thrown a pick every game he's played. So over 0.5 interceptions. So at least one pick. Put, that's gonna that. that's gonna land no matter what, yeah. especially against the Jets D. Yeah, uh, he's just a gunslinger. They've got no running game which obviously means they're going to run all over the Jets tomorrow. Right. <laughs> so Flacco over a, a half a pick there. So that's, that's in the, that's a two, double your money, just about, uh, just a bit under. Uh, what's, a what's, of what's the line on, on Flacco to throw a pick? Tell me that again. Uh, it's uh, two, just under two to one. So it's over oh, 0.5. Oh, that's free money. Have that all day. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's only going to go one way that, uh, that pricing, if you're going to get it, get it now. Yeah, yeah jump that, on that. In fact, I'm going to jump on that right now. Now you're talking about it. Jump on that. Jump on that. The other wow. two bets the other two bets I got for tomorrow, they haven't been released yet. It's Breeze Hall over if he, if his line is like two or three uh, receptions, I'm jumping on that. But that the line's not out yet. It wasn't earlier before this part anyway. Uh, yeah. and uh, yeah, that's the other one I'm gonna jump on. But because it's not out, that's not not an official pick. So the other two are gonna be teasers. So I've got Green uh, Kansas City. Um, and Green Bay in one teaser. So Kansas City, and whatever happens, Chris Kansas playing, mate. Cincinnati, okay, at home. So there's no way Kansas City is going to lose a second game at home. Yeah, in a row, that's not going to happen. Now I don't know what happened on Christmas because whatever happened on Christmas Day, <laughs> you had all the you had all the main uh, favourites completely. I don't know. They had to mm. stuff themselves to turkey in the morning. Or they had family commitments, and then they had to go and play with the children. I don't know what happened, but every favourite did not do very well and didn't really cover on that day. 49ers lost. Uh, Kansas City lost. Mm. Philadelphia couldn't even cover against the lowly Giants. So remember this next year. If any games on Christmas Day, do not bet the favourites. Okay? Do not yeah. bet the favourites. Yeah, they really, okay? they really had it. Yeah, on Christmas Day. On Christmas Day. So, mm. Kansas City going to be avenged. Cincinnati, awful defence. Uh, Kansas City, I'm betting um, Patrick Mahomes over his passing yards when that prop is released. I don't know when that is because it's not out yet. But he's going to be over his passing yards, whatever they are. It'd be 250, 260. I'm doing that one. And I'm pairing that with, I know I did Minnesota earlier, but Green Bay is going to be a close game shootout. Green Bay plus two. That's Take that six points to plus eight. Combine that with Kansas City, who are minus seven, take that down to minus one. So you've got Kansas City minus one and Green Bay plus eight. Now, that Green Bay line could easily shift. So I'll jump on that now as well, because that Green Bay could easily swing to Minnesota becoming the, becoming the dog. OK, um, so you never know what happens in four days. So Kansas City, Green Bay. The other the other teaser I've got is... Um, Cleveland, Cleveland tomorrow night, okay? Uh, for obvious reasons we talked before, there's no way they're going to lose that. Flacco revenge game against us. Uh, we're fat and happy. And uh, Dallas. Dallas are playing Detroit. Detroit, they've won the division. 
they're they are again fat and happy. They're, they're not gonna they're not gonna go balls out. The Dallas have got to win that because Philadelphia won. They're a game beyond Philadelphia. They have to win to keep in, and they want to get that division. Philadelphia looking shaky. I can see Philadelphia losing one of the last two games because they're not looking good at the. I don't know what's going on with Philadelphia, but they are. They reminding me of the Jets in '86. You know when the Jets went ten and one, they lost five games in a row. Philadelphia very similar to that. They've got a lot of injuries and they've just gone to pot. So we've got we've got Dallas and Cleveland in a teaser. Okay, so they're favourites by seven and seven, taking them down six point teaser to minus one, minus one. So we've got. Okay, Kansas City, Green Bay, Dallas and Cleveland, and Flacco in over 0.5 interceptions. There you I go. like that Flacco one, John. I really like that, like that Flacco. One. Free yeah. money. Free money, guys. Right. Okay. Uh, last thing before we say goodbye. Um, back to the Lavernius Coles question. So Lavernius oh. Coles in oh, 2000 yeah. and, uh, a 2009 season, he was at the Jets from... 2000-2002, the Redskins 3-4, and four, uh, the Jets 5-8, to eight, and then the Jets again in 2010. But in 2009, anyone want to take one more quick guess? Yeah, I will do. I will do. Let me, it was... Um, oh, some, something like, uh, like Carolina or something like that. You know, Carolina. Dave, do you want to have a guess? Uh, I'll go with... Um, so Baltimore's a team. It's not the Pats. I'll go with the Browns. Browns. Uh, you're closer... Um, Dave, it was the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, I was mm. going to say the Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. He agreed a four-year, $28 million contract, only played a year on that contract. And this is the interesting thing. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals season ended that year with a with a, a first-round playoff loss, 21-14 to the Jets. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I remember that. That was um, uh, Carson Wentz. What did you say? 20, 000, what year was that? Uh, 2009. So we'll be oh, yes, Sanchez. Sanchez versus um uh, uh Carson Palmer. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Twenty four fourteen, and then uh on the on the literally was released uh, in the, on the fourth of March. So after the playoffs were over, he was released and he re-signed for the Jets for one year in two thousand ten. So was that playoff game with one where um what's his name Smith uh, did the uh we did like a massive run um it was like punt return one it was something like that. Because we had to beat Bengals last game of the season well, to get into the playoffs, I'll, and then we won in the playoffs. Beat them again in the playoffs. It might have. Been, uh, yeah. Sean Green was a big player for us then. Yeah, I can't Sean believe. Green. So here I was early in the podcast saying how much I loved um, uh, uh, the Vernius calls, and I, I watched the entire playoff game not realizing he's on the field. Uh, that's really <laughs> pathetic. <laughs> hey guys, before yeah. I leave, can I tell you my last uh, my my pick of the week? Because you had you got, yeah, I, please I, I do. Flacco, the pick. I'm going to jump on that at two to one. But I like, um, for the record, I like the Flacco to throw an interception more than anything. But I like, um, uh, what, what's our, what's the old Jets receiver? Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore oh. is uh, to have more than 31 re- reception yards at evens money. Oh. I'm going to have that. I think That's Elijah a good Moore one. is going to come back and haunt us tomorrow. I tell you what, yeah, because Flacco is going to target more, isn't he? And we're going to take out Cooper because they're going to man mark him with sword. It, it, it's not even that. Let's let's get out of the whole schemes, X's O's. It's just this is a jet thing. This is a jet podcast. <laughs> Who's going to kill us tomorrow? It's going to be Flacco and more. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. I like uh, that. Dave, it was an absolute pleasure having you on, mate. Absolute thank you, guys. Pleasure.
It's great to, great to have you on, Dave. Great to see you in Nashville, really good mate. Question. Yeah, and um, and listen, uh, for those of you looking to find us on Sunday at the Hippodrome, you won't find us. There's no football on at the Hippodrome on Sunday. Uh, plus, Jets are Thursday night football anyway. Uh, we should be back around for the Patriots game, and we'll obviously we'll be back next week. And you can find us on uh, X, formerly known as Twitter, at uh, Hippodrome Jets. Uh, but reach out, do send us a DM, uh, reach out if you want to come watch games with us, um, watch the Jets next season, it will all be better, I promise. And um, we'll leave you with that, <laughs> with that promise and a big fat J-E-T-S from me. J-E-T-S. J-E-T-S, J-E-T-S from me too. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs>